Hello and welcome back to the Coffee Bar Podcast. I'm Tyler. And I'm Natalie. And this is episode 15. Wow, that's so exciting. And this is our first episode that we've done together. In like three weeks. It's been a while. Yeah, it's good to be back. Because I did a podcast by myself. Mm -hmm. Natalie did a podcast by herself. Right. So if you want to have a little deep dive on who we are as individuals, Mm -hmm. check those out. Yeah, they're pretty good. Kind of goes through our lives. Yeah, step by step. Yeah. Every little detail. So, do you want to talk about what you're drinking? Sure thing. So, we went to Boulevard Cafe Cito. Which, at this point, we should just change the name of the podcast to Boulevard Cafe Cito. Yeah, we should. That'd be cool. Maybe we could get free coffee for life. (laughs) Um, But today's coffee for me was free. It is an Angelica with cinnamon and oat milk. And it's free, kind of, because for my birthday, Tyler's mom got me a Boulevard Cafe Cito gift card, which was so exciting, and I was not expecting it. It was such a fun gift card idea because you always get like Starbucks gift cards or chain places and it's hard to get local coffee shop gift cards. They either don't make them or we're all the way here in California. Our parents are in Michigan. Or they just give you like a like a paper gift Paper certificate. gift certificate. Yeah, this is like a Actual gift thick card. black gift card. Yeah, it's really cool. So there was like $25 on it. So Tyler didn't make me buy his coffee. He let me just use it for myself. So that was nice. So I'll get like a solid five coffees out of that. Um, but yeah. You have to go there and get the Angelica. It's made with agave, and I don't know what that means, but and they uh, mix it over ice like they would mix it like at a bar with a mixer. So I don't know. I think that makes it like even cooler. And that coffee shop is just so cool. We were just saying it feels so like hip and urban in there, and they've got good music playing and they're dancing while they're making the coffee, and it's just good vibes. Go ahead. And I got <laughs> a sweet chai latte, and they actually. Messed up my order, mm-hmm. which is just like never a big deal to me. And I don't know if it's just because people are just like usually rude out here or something. But anytime somebody messes up my order, they like apologize profusely. Yeah. And because I saw her making my drink and it like just really looked like a coffee. Yeah. And she's like, here's your latte. And I was like, my sweet chai latte. And she was like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I thought it was just a latte. And then the, the girl that took my order, she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Here, take this scone for your trouble. And I'm just like, I don't, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll take it. Like I like free food, you mm-hmm. know, so I got a free maple scone out of it. So yeah. that was pretty cool. So yeah, shout out to Boulevard Cafe Cito. They're yeah. really cool. Um, so before we get into our main topic of today, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about what happened on Friday. Friday. It was Natalie's birthday. My 27th birthday. Oh, you're going to say your age? Yeah. I did in my- It's not very ladylike. <laughs> I did in my um my personal one. I was talking about that the fact that my birthday was coming up, and now it has since passed. Once the podcast came out, it had passed too. But um, yeah, so I turned 27, which to me, like getting older always used to freak me out when I was younger. And I feel like the older I get, the less freaked out I get. Or maybe just in your 20s, it's not that scary, and it's not scary until maybe you're going to be 40. (laughs) But as of now, I enjoy every new year, and I had a really, really wonderful birthday. Thank you to my boyfriend, Tyler, across the table here from me. It was a perfect day. He let me pick exactly what I wanted to do. So we got up, and he, he went and got me breakfast at Noah's Bagels. And I got an egg sandwich. He did too. You get the farmhouse. I got the BLT because I try not to have dairy. So if you don't have dairy, the BLT at Nose Bagels. And they brought me back to Starbucks. And we had breakfast in bed and watched Friends on TBS. And 
I honestly could be satisfied with just that. Like, I just think it was such a sweet gesture, and I love being being given. <laughs> I love being given breakfast in bed and watching friends and having my coffee. That's just like the perfect way to start a morning to me, a nice little slow morning. So then we got ready, and we headed out to Naples Island. And at Naples Island, you can rent kayaks. And we rented kayaks <laughs> a lot harder than I expected. Um, it was still really fun. We stayed in the canals and kayaked over to a Starbucks. So my second Starbucks of the day. But you get a free birthday drink. So I'd already Tyler had already bought a Starbucks drink. And then I get a free birthday drink. So I got a gigantic, you get any size you want. So some people, my mom didn't know this. When she saw that I had gotten another drink, she was like, oh, did you use your gift cards? Because my best friend sent me a gift card and my mom sent me a gift card. And I was like, no, they actually do a free birthday drink. And my mom didn't even know that, which is like shocking. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know, yeah, Starbucks gives you any size of a drink on your birthday, any drink that you want. You could have like six shots of espresso. They don't care. So we got some drinks at Starbucks and I got a lemon loaf, of course. And we just sat on the dock and enjoyed our Starbucks and my lemon loaf. And then we hopped back on the kayaks. I was struggling. Tyler did really well. Were you ever tired? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was tough when we were going back because we were going against the current, which always sucks. Yeah. Because you always, you always would rather have it where it's harder at the beginning and then as you're coming back in, you can just kind of glide right, in. Right. When you have the energy but in the we beginning. we were just like fighting the whole way. Yeah. And like, and the, and we were in like the inland too. Like it right. wasn't even like crazy, but yeah, it was, it was not very easy. Yeah. There Kayaks was a aren't, point. aren't easy to me. Yeah. I was but. like, somebody might need to come get me. Like truly, because there were times when you were paddling and we weren't going anywhere. And I was like, I don't know if I can make it back. Well, and Natalie <laughs> asked if I wanted to do a two person kayak or just a one person. And I was like, I ain't doing a two-person because it's going to get to the point where you don't want to paddle anymore, and I'm going to have to paddle for the both of us. Yeah, which is true. So I I struggled all by my lonesome. But it was beautiful. I mean, Naples Island is sort of Long Beach. It's like a little sub-neighborhood of Long Beach. And there's just beautiful houses there right on the water and in the canals and big, crazy boats and yachts. and, And it's a very, like, sporty lake, I guess. So there were people on pedal boards and kayaks and in their boats and um, what were those people doing? Water skiing. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like a very fun atmosphere. And it was a Friday, so the beach was busy, but we still practiced social distancing, of course. Um, it was just, I don't know, I've never I've never truly kayaked and I never know what to do for my birthday. And I get so stressed out about it and I overthink it and I want it to be perfect. And that activity was just like really fun and so summery. I've always loved having a summer birthday. So that was that was the perfect little summer activity experience. Then when we came back, we jumped off the dock and it was freezing, like numbing, like so cold. But we just wanted to say that we did it. And we got so sweaty when we were kayaking, so we definitely needed to cool off. Um, and then Tyler told me that we had to go pick something up. He had a birthday surprise for me. I had no idea what it is. I'm usually pretty good at guessing surprises or if you give me any sort of a hint or clue, I feel like I can kind of start to figure it out. And I didn't have any clues. I didn't have any idea. And I put a blindfold on as we got closer. And then he went in somewhere. I didn't know where he went. He came back to the car and I took the blindfold off. And it opened this little brown box and inside were custom-made friends' birthday cookies. And they were so cool. I posted them on my story. 
and it had the Central Perk logo and it had the Friends purple door with a yellow frame and then the actual Friends logo. And they were so yummy. They were so good. She did such a great job. I mean, they were like picture perfect. Like she took a picture of the door and the logo and Central Perk and like put on the cookie, but she didn't. She designed them and she painted it on there. And I don't know what she did, but it was like made out of the icing. So it was just like so impressive and such a cool idea. I've always wanted like a friend's themed dessert. You always see like those cool cakes or the cookies or what have you. So that was like such a fun and clever idea. Do you want to say what was she called? Uh, Her name is Karina's Desserts on Instagram. She's based in Southern California, she doesn't, she doesn't ship anywhere. So yeah. <laughs> unless you're here, you're not going to get those. Right. So then after that, we went and we went to the grocery store mm-hmm. and we picked up some snacks and then we went to Manhattan Beach and, and we watched the sunset. Yeah. Which was really pretty. Lovely as ever. Uh, very, very pretty. And then on our way home, we stopped at Pizza Hut and we got Pizza Hut. And I haven't had Pizza Hut in years. I haven't either, but it's so good. It was really good. And then... When we got home, I surprised Natalie. I decorated and I hung up some like happy birthday signs and got some like mermaid tablecloth and plates and stuff like that. Because basically what I did before we left, I told her that I forgot my phone in the house. Mm -hmm. So I ran in the house and I tried to decorate as fast as I could, but I was taking a long time. (laughs) And to the point where Natalie almost came back up and I was like, oh yeah, I couldn't find my phone. I like fell behind the bed or whatever. And yeah, um, yeah, it was, it was a really good day. It was a perfect day. Yeah. I love the mermaid decorations. They fit our summer beach day and yeah, I, I wouldn't have changed anything. I felt so special and so loved by everyone here and everyone back home. And it was just such a nice relaxing day with Ty and I feel very, very grateful. So it was a very good 27th birthday. So thank you. So then the purpose of this podcast or what we uh, the main topic of discussion was the trip that we just got back from. We just got back last night for Christmas. I planned or not. I planned, we planned a trip to Lake Tahoe and we were supposed to stay in a South Lake Tahoe. And then we were going to stay in mammoth lakes. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to do it in April and then COVID hit. Everything was closed down. We didn't really know how anything was going to go, if anything was going to be open. So we had to cancel it. Yeah. So then we decided to reschedule it and we left Sunday morning Mm -hmm. and we were gone Sunday, Monday, and then we came back Tuesday. So Sunday we left, we left early. We left at like six in the morning. We did good. Yeah. We got out the door by like 6.15. And we headed up to South Lake Tahoe and we, it was, what was it, like seven hours, I think? Yeah, it was like just under seven hours, just yeah. barely. And we only stopped a few times mm-hmm. for gas. We stopped in a town called Bridgeport, and we got some chicken tenders. Yeah. And, but really, we we did really good. We cruised, yeah. Um, And we got up there around two-ish. Yeah. And we stayed in a hotel. It was called the Blackjack Inn. Jack. Blackjack, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking Jack Black. Yeah. Blackjack Inn. Um, I mean, it was just like a normal, like, motel. Like, yeah. It wasn't, wasn't anything fancy, but it was really clean. It was really, yeah, cute. And in the prime location. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was the thing, too, because what sucked was when we were going to go in April, because it wasn't, quote, unquote, peak season, mm-hmm. it was, like, very cheap to go up there. And the one hotel that we were going to stay at, I originally got it for like 50 bucks. And then we went, when we went to go book it again, 
it was like $150. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that sucks because what the hell, you know? Because part of me wanted to be like, okay, like let's get a great hotel. But we knew that when we were going to be up there that we wanted to explore the town more than anything. And really we were just going to like lay our heads down and sleep for a night. Right. And that's exactly what we did. So I'm so glad that we didn't spend a ton of money on a hotel because there's so many cool things to do around there. Yeah. Um, so I really liked the hotel. I did too. Blackjack Inn. Yeah, I really liked, it kind of seemed like, and I don't know if this is, there's any truth to this, but it almost seemed like the row that our hotel was on was like, quote unquote, old Tahoe or something because that's where all the cute little locally owned motels were. Or I don't even know if they were motels, but it had that look of that, had the outside doors and there were like cool little lodges and other smaller hotels and motels on that road. And then across the way were the big hotels where the casinos were. But then again, that was the Nevada side. And then we were on the California side. So I don't know if that makes a difference. Well, and I was going to say too, it's what's crazy about South Lake Tahoe is it's right on the state line. Like you can stay in a hotel in Nevada or you can stay in a hotel in California. Like it's that close yeah. to the state line. Um, so you have to be, I mean, not that it really matters cause it's so close, but just be like aware, like your hotel might be in California or it might be in Nevada. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't be a big deal, but just something to pay attention to. But yeah, the blackjack Inn was really nice, really clean. And I think taxes and everything was like 80 bucks, yeah. which is like crazy during peak season. Yeah. And it was right on the corner of like the main drag yeah. that had all the restaurants and shops and stuff like that. Yeah. We were the first hotel. It was like the gas station and then our hotel. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. And all the reviews were really great too. Um, so I'm glad that we, that we decided to stay there. Yeah. So we got up there around two. Right. Can I down. throw something in there really quick? Yeah. We took the 395 up. There's three routes that your maps would give to you if, say, you're coming from, like, L.A. or anywhere south. And I would definitely recommend taking that route because it was just really beautiful. And you drive past Yosemite. You kind of drive through Mammoth. You're just along and in between the mountains the whole time. You pass Mount Whitney, which is, like, a huge mountain. It's just crazy to see it. And you just go through a lot of quirky little, like, desert California towns. So I would take the 395 to get up there. You can take it the whole way. And for the most part, it's just, like, a wide-open road. Yeah. Which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so we got up there at like two, sat down all of our stuff, and then. And then we went down to the lake immediately because we could actually walk to the lake as well. So, that's how prime it was. It was a literally a two minute walk to where all the shops and the restaurants were, and then about a 10 minute walk to the water. And so, that was, I believe it's called Lakeside Beach. It is a private beach, so you have to pay to get in there. We didn't pay to go in at that moment because we just sort of wanted to see it and understand, like, what we wanted to do the next day. And they also have, like, a marina there and all these activities. So Blackjack Inn is really just a prime, prime spot or any of the hotels on that street right there because you do have the best of both worlds. So we just went and checked out the lake, saw what we maybe wanted to do the next day, and then we came back and got in the car and took a drive to a couple other beaches We didn't go super far down, but we were able to see, like, where I wanted to grab coffee the next day. And we drove down some really pretty roads and attempted to go to some other beaches, but we just wanted to try to fit as much in in that afternoon as we could and knew we wanted to spend the following day going to the beach. So we just sort of drove around, understood the lay of the land, and then drove back to our hotel. And then we went and explored the downtown area. And 
it's awesome. There's just like so much to do. There's so many shops, so many restaurants. Uh, we didn't do this, but there's the gondolas that take you up the mountain. We hear it's wonderful, but it was like $56 a person. And there were other things we wanted to do. And since we only had 24 hours, we had to kind of make our decisions of where we wanted to spend our money and where we wanted to spend our time. But if you were there for a whole week and that was like your family vacation or something, definitely I've heard that you should definitely do the gondolas. Um, and I don't know if this was common, but they weren't open they on weren't. Sunday. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of odd. Right. So we didn't even really have a choice. Yeah. Um, but I hear that they're great. And then, so we did some shopping, figured out what we were going to buy from the touristy shops the next day. And, um, and then decided where we wanted to get dinner, which was <laughs> just like difficult in itself. There were so many options. And yet, like, you know, when you don't know what you want, but you do know what you want. It was just like we were having a very hard time making our decision. But we got the best tacos we think we've ever had. And it was from Azul's. Yeah. You said it's a chain. I've never seen or yeah, heard of I'm that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's like a huge chain. But I There's think like they, a couple of yeah, them. they definitely have more than one restaurant. Yeah. It's just like it's tough because we, we initially picked like a, a local Mexican place. But – it's just it's always so hard when it's like such a traditional Mexican place. I feel like I'm constantly googling like what everything means mm-hmm. and I'm just so like americanized when it comes to my Mexican food that I love lettuce, tomato, sour cream, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I just feel like they they're always like so upset. Yeah, and exactly, and ground <laughs> beef and I feel like they're so upset like when I want all that stuff, you know what yeah. I mean? Like at that Mexican place, I think it was called it was Maya's, Maya's or Maya's. Yeah. Um, it said, like, do you want it, like, gringo style? And I'm just like, oh, that's kind of embarrassing. Like, I don't really, you know. And yeah. when we got in there, we were just kind of, like, flustered because what we wanted was we were both in the mood for Mexican food, but we wanted, like, Americanized Mexican food, like Taco Bell. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> yeah. like, better. You right. know, like, ground beef and, like, you know, just, like, all yeah. this stuff. That's just, like, that's just what I know, Nachos you know? with chicken on it. Yeah. yeah. And so we ended up at Azul's, and it was really cool. They had, like, a three taco platter so we got like three different kinds of tacos or whatever and yeah it was really good um really crazy like like i got like a thai taco yeah and one with like pickled mango just like very unique so it was fun to get like three different flavors and a really good fish taco and yeah they were just really yummy yeah and it was good um but i had like a mini panic attack, which is never fun yeah. um, because I didn't get much sleep the night before. I can never sleep like before a trip. And then we were just outside all day and we were in the heat. It was really hot. And I just like hadn't drank enough water and we hadn't ate in a long time. And I just kind of had like a, a mini freak out. And then we kind of sat down, got some food in me, got some water in me, and then everything was fine. Right. Uh, but yeah, that was a, a really uh, great place. I hate it because it's like, I wanted to eat somewhere more local, but it was so good. It right. was so worth it. And we went to go sit down because they had a like a, an awesome like outdoor area where they had like a live band playing. We're like, hi, yeah, we just have two. And they're like, okay, it'll be about two hours. And we're like- It was already like seven o'clock. We're like, what? <laughs> no, we're not going to wait for two hours. It's yeah. ridiculous. And we're like, can we just get takeout? And they're like, yeah. And it took like 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, and right now, everybody has to eat outside. So we we're like, what difference does it make? Yeah, we would have Let's had to get, eat outside anyway. Right. So we just got takeout and went and sat at a different table. We went and <laughs> sat in like, they have like a little like courtyard area where yeah. the gondolas are and stuff like yeah, that. It was like a garden and a fountain. So it was still really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So then after dinner, we went back to the room, mm-hmm. just kind of like chilled for a second because 
I, you know, I had my panic attack and it was really <laughs> hot and it was just like, we just need to like hang out for a second. So we chilled for a while and then we changed our clothes and then we were going to go to the casinos, right? Sunset. Oh, right, 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 right. But right. we did go back to the room. Right. And then I'm a sucker for sunsets, which I've said a million times and Tyler knows. And we don't get to see the sunset on the beach here often. And also, just a sunset on a lake is just a totally different experience. And you could already tell that the colors were going to be different than typical California sunsets. Like, in California, it's really beautiful, but it's typically more, like, gold tones. Whereas this, like, the mountains were turning pink and, like, a bright, vibrant orange. And so we drove the car back to the lake, and it was just, like, a perfect sunset. Like, everything I wanted exactly the way that I wanted it to be. The sun was setting right under the or like over the mountains and it was casting this like vibrant deep orange and some pink tones. And yeah, it was just like it was just mesmerizing. It was so beautiful. So definitely see a sunset on Lake Tahoe if you ever get the chance. It was so, so great. And Even if you have to look at it through the fence of a private beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is what we had to do. <laughs> but you could stick your eyes through there or stick your camera through there and yeah, it was totally worth it. Um but yeah, so then after we saw the sunset, then we went back to the room and changed. And go ahead. So then we were going to go to the casinos because they have a Haras, Haraz, whatever. It's like that, I you like know, that, that chain. <laughs> and then uh, Harvey's too. And they're both owned by Caesars, like Caesars Palace. And so when we were walking down there, uh, there was this ice cream place. It's called the Baked Bear. And they make ice cream sandwiches, like custom ice cream sandwiches. So they have like... 10 different cookies and like brownie that, and you can pick like what you want one cookie to be and you know, one, the other cookie or brownie to be, and then you can pick your ice cream and then you can pick toppings to put on it. And it was really good. And then they hot press it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like melting. So the cookies are warm, but the ice cream is cold. And so we did that. And then we went to the casino. We, we decided to go to, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to go with hurrahs. It's probably wrong, but, (laughs) and so we went there and Cross the state line. Yeah, and neither <laughs> of us really like casinos. I I don't like casinos because I never win any money. Yeah. And so we just went and like basically just like played all like the penny machines for a little bit. Yeah, I and, like the atmosphere, all the colors yeah. and people just having yeah, a good time. seeing people ruin their lives. It's pretty fun. And <laughs> so then I actually, uh, we were just like betting like a dollar in the slots because Natalie wanted the ones where you could like actually pull down the lever and then I found one that I put in five bucks, and I actually won a dollar fifty. So I was up to seven fifty. And then I bet it, and then I walked away with five dollars and one cent. Mm-hmm. So not pretty, a bad night. No, pretty impressive. Not a bad night. <laughs> and uh, so after that, we were pretty tired. I mean, it was like midnight, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we'd been up all day, driving all day, so we went to bed. And then the next day. The next day, we got up and packed our things, and again, proud of us. We, You know, you always say you're going to get out the door at a certain time, and you never do, and we were very consistent in our getting out the door at a good time, and we went to Revive Coffee. Oh my gosh, it was the cutest, one of my favorite coffee shops I've ever seen. It was like tucked behind some trees, like a little off the beaten path, and it looked like like a cabin in the woods almost. And it was perfect because they already had like a front porch with a walk-up window because, of course, you couldn't go in. But just being able to walk up to the window was just really pleasant and really cute. And 
They had a huge like front yard space with tables and chairs all along in the trees. And then they had a side like garden and then a back garden. I mean, they just had like a crazy property and a really beautiful building. Of course, I'll be sharing a photo of it eventually. So you'll see it. Um, And I always like, I love going to local coffee shops. That's like top three of my favorite things to do when we go on a trip. And I always just say, give me like the house favorite or give me your most popular or something that's a little different. I don't ever like to get just a vanilla latte or a hazelnut latte. So I got the maple sage latte. I don't quite know what that means, but it was really good. I got it iced, obviously. And um, yeah, I would definitely, if you're ever in Lake Tahoe, recommend going to Revive. We also got homemade bagels with cream cheese. Those were really yummy. And so after the coffee shop, um, I had been stressing out about what beach we should go to because again, we were only in Tahoe those few hours a day before. And then for most of the day on Monday, and then we were going to be driving to Mammoth. So I wanted to make sure we picked the right beach, the prettiest beach. And you always see in videos or pictures, or I've been seeing it on TikTok a lot, how clear and crystal clear blue the water is. Like looks edited. It looks unreal. You can see like the giant rocks, like 10 feet below the water. Like that's how clear it is. And I wanted to find a beach where we got to see that view. And so finally, after looking, 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 decided on Sand Harbor Beach. And it was about 20, 30 minutes from like downtown South Lake Tahoe, but this was still considered South Lake Tahoe. So we drove up through the mountains some more through windy roads and big trees. And we were like really out there and we get to the beach and it's packed and there's no parking available. And we realized we were going to have to street park and walk quite a ways, but we figured we're here. We should just do it. It's worth it. We're probably never going to be in Tahoe again. So whatever, we'll just do it. So actually finding street parking where street parking was available wasn't bad. It just was very far from the beach. There was no parking, no street parking available, like a mile away from the beach. So we found our parking. We got all of our all of our belongings together, and we started making our way to Sand Harbor Beach. And we're like, we're close. Like, we're like about to be there. I'm like, oh, that wasn't so bad. It didn't take too long. Again, we were walking pretty much downhill the whole time. So it didn't feel too exhausting. So we're almost at the beach, and thank goodness— this guy walks past us and he goes, they're not going to let you in. And we were like, excuse, (laughs) what do you mean? And he was like, they're not allowing walk-ins. You can only go into the beach if you parked there. And we were like, I mean, I mean, I wasn't that upset. I just was like hot and like wanted to go to the beach. And, um, so he was like, yeah, honestly, I even told him that I had family down there. They still wouldn't let me in. And I don't know if that's typical, for Tahoe or if it's because of COVID, which I understand. Like, it's annoying, but I understand, like, you have to put a cap on the beach somehow. So the best way to do that is, like, no walk-ins. You can only come if you're parked here because we're at capacity. But what's stupid is that they didn't say that anywhere. Right. Because they had a parking lot right by the beach, and all it said was the lot is closed. So we see all of these cars parked up the road, you know, like, on uh, pretty steep inclines, like basically on the side of mountains, like lines of cars. And we're like, wow, all these people must have walked down there. And while we were driving around, we saw people, you know, walking up the mountains some people walking down. And yeah, I would have been livid if we would have walked all the way there, 
And they just would have said, sorry, we're not taking walk-ins. Like I said, if you if you put a sign, like, parking lot closed, no walk-ins, we would have been like, oh, that sucks, but whatever. Yeah. And so then, so we ended up having to walk all the way back up. <laughs> and there was a spot pretty close to where our car was. But, <laughs> I mean, it's like it's not a mountain, but it was like a, a pretty steep, like... Cliffside. Yeah. Yeah. And so they had, like, little trails, and you kind of had to, like, slide on your butt all the way down. <laughs> and when we got to the bottom, it was just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Like, and it was like, cause, cause I told Natalie, I was like, I'm like, is the water really going to be as blue as all these pictures like make it out to be? Or are people just putting edits on their pictures? Because, cause that's the thing. Like you just never know nowadays. Like they could just heavily edit the photos. We got down there and that water was crystal blue. Yeah. So pretty. Like you were in a different country. Yeah. Like a tropical island. Yeah, it's like a mermaid's lagoon or something. And there was like, there was a decent amount of people down there. Maybe like, I don't know, like 50 in that area. But everybody was like really spread out and very respectful. And so we set down our stuff and just like kind of like tucked it away. And again, had to kind of like slide down almost like the rocks. And we got in the water and the water was freezing. Yeah. Like everybody that I told that we were going to Tahoe, they're like, oh, you're going to have so much fun. But just so you know the lakes are freezing because it gets really hot during the day, but that lake is ginormous. And then it gets pretty cold at night, like fifties, forties. So really it's like the lake doesn't have that much time to like warm up, you know, during the day. And so we got down there and although it was freezing, it was so pretty and you could almost kind of like swim, like from rock to rock. Like these rocks were ginormous, like probably 12 feet long, you know, 12 feet wide, like very, very big rocks. And thankfully the water was so crystal clear or I feel like it would have been like really dangerous to like yeah. not know where you're going to step and stuff like that. And one thing that was nice was that none of the rocks were really slippery. Yeah. So you could kind of like Grip walk across them. them and, you know, and stuff like that. And so there was a lot of people there and there was a big rock. It was probably, I don't know, maybe like 20 feet high. And people were climbing up on like the behind like the side of it and they were jumping off the rock, like, you know, kind of like a mini cliff dive. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, Nat, we totally got to do that. We totally got to do that. <laughs> and it was like, it was perfect. It was like the back of the rock literally almost had like steps on it. Yeah. That, and I don't know if they were man-made or what, but it was kind of crazy. And yeah. you could climb up and we get up to the top, man. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> because you look down and there's like, Rocks all below you. Yeah. And all these people are jumping in. And I'm like. I don't know. I don't know. Dude. Because, <laughs> you know, because you get up there and I'm not even like a height like person that really honestly doesn't even bother me. But like looking straight down and just seeing like a huge bed of these like boulders below you. Yeah. Everything in your mind is telling you not to jump. So we get up there and. I don't know if it was something that was in Natalie's coffee or what, but she got up there and she stood up there for maybe 10 seconds and she just jumped yeah. and just screw it. You I know? mean, I was like, I was very scared. I, I think as I get older, heights scare me more and more, I've realized. So mine was definitely a mix of suddenly it seems so big when you're up there and the water didn't seem very deep because again, like I said, it's so clear that you can see rocks from 10 feet below. So it looks like they're right there. 
But fortunately, there were a lot of other people doing it and like young kids and like moms. And they were like, we promise you're going to be fine. If it was like just us there, I would have never done that. But watching so many other people do it, I was like, I know it's going to be fine. I just have to have like three seconds of courage, which is like what I heard in a movie once. And I always try to think that when I'm scared of something where I know I'm going to be fine because I'm certainly not a daredevil. Like if I think I'm going to get hurt, I'm not going to do it. Um, but I knew I wouldn't. And so I just kind of had to black out my head and my brain and my thoughts and just jump because I knew if I kept waiting, I would have like climbed back down the rock. And I was like, I just have to do it. So I just did it. And like, it was definitely an adrenaline rush and my heart was beating out of my chest for like five minutes after. So then I perched myself up on a rock and sat down and waited for Tyler to join me back in the water. And it took me... Probably a good 30 minutes, 30, 40 <laughs> His minutes. His hair was dry. I was like, dude, I was terrified. Like, yeah. I'm, I, I'll be completely real with you. There was, yeah, I mean, there was all these people and all, like, everybody was really nice. Like, they weren't like being mean or anything, but they were just like, hey, like, what can we do to make you feel comfortable? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, cause my biggest thing was, like I said, I'm not afraid of heights, but my two biggest fears were because those rocks were already wet up there. What if I go to stand up and I slip? Mm-hmm. And, what if I fall? What if I hit my head? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I said, heights don't bother me, but looking down and seeing all those rocks and then what if I stand up and I slip was like my biggest fear. And all of them were like, you don't even have to land in a, like a, in a specific spot. Like get up there and jump. They're like, but you could land left, right, up, down. Like you could literally like you could literally like roll, like lay down and roll off it and you would be fine. Like that's how much clearance there is. And I don't know what, I just, I couldn't do it. I just could not do it. But (laughs) what was shitty was there wasn't an easy way to get down. So when you got up there, you either jumped or tried to like slide down the rock the way that you came. And chances are you would get more hurt doing that than you would just jumping off. So yeah, it took me a long time. It probably took me at least a half hour. Like I was completely dry. Yeah. (laughs) And, but it was really hot too, but still I was completely dry. So finally jumped off. It was really fun. And I was like, that was cool, but never doing that again. (laughs) And so, um, then, uh, one of the people was nice enough to lend us their goggles. So we got to see underwater, uh, cause I love being underwater with goggles Yeah, (laughs) and it was so pretty under there too, because like, like we said, the water was crystal clear and seeing all the little crevices and the fish and like, there were like some fish, but not like a ton, but still like, still like pretty to see, you know, see like life under there. And so we were there for, I don't know, maybe like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the the water was so freezing. And I'm not a very strong swimmer, so I didn't feel comfortable going out too far. So we stayed pretty close to the shore and just where all the rocks were and where everybody else was. And so then we swam back to our stuff and we took some pictures. And then we had to make the trek back up the side of the not mountain, but it was, it's like, a, it was a pretty steep, yeah, like incline, you know? Um, I was so, not well. Yeah. So we had to climb all <laughs> the way back up and we didn't realize how far we parked from that spot. So we had to walk all the way back to the car. And then what did we do after that? So from there, we went back to the marina. Right. Right. You can, I'm so stupid. Yeah. yeah. You can tell this. No, I just like, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying not to forget anything. Yeah. No, I know. So then we went back to the marina. By where a hotel was. Right. Lakeside. The same private beach. Mm-hmm. And we rented jet skis. Yeah. And I was- Jet ski. I did not drive. Right. <laughs> and I was so excited because I've wanted to rent jet skis basically everywhere that we've stayed in every beach town that we've been in. 
but they're always so expensive. It's just mm-hmm. so stupid. And but we were like, whatever, like let's just do it. And we split it, and it really honestly wasn't even that bad. So we get there and put on our life jackets, and they, you know, they gave us our jet skis or whatever. And so we hopped on uh, this little sea do, and you know, you had to like cruise to like you know in like the no wake zone, and then we got out there, dude. It was just like a free for all. Yeah, like you, you just like pin it, just gun it, just like going. <laughs> And they had like a few rules, like, you know, don't go past this buoy. Don't go on the other side of um, the um, peninsula peninsula where we can't see you. And, you know, they had all this stuff like, you know, if you fall off, you know, you can like throw up a flag or whatever. So we were cruising and I haven't, I, to be honest, I've, I have never like drove a jet ski by myself. Yeah. And so I was really, really excited. <laughs> and I had a smile on my face the entire time. So we only did it for an hour, which thank God, because any any longer honestly would have been when way our too long. Shoulders and like my like legs, I'm still yeah. so sore. It's like embarrassing. Yeah. But and so we were cruising. I got it up to forty. Yeah. Uh, they said it could go to forty five, but it it only went up to forty. I don't think I would have wanted to go any faster. Yeah. And <laughs> but it was cool. Like the lake was so big, and there were people out there. Like you had to be like aware of your surroundings, but for the most part, you you know you could just like see dead on. You're like, all right, let's go and just gun it. Yeah. So then we made the mistake of we went out too far in the lake and all of a sudden the wind started to pick up and the waves were just like humongous and it was kind of overcast to the point where we were trying to come back in because our time was starting to run out. And if we were going, I don't know the direction, but let's say like, you know, when we were just trying to go horizontal back to the dock, the waves were just like splashing us like crazy like we were getting absolutely drenched yeah and and up until that point like we were barely getting wet at all yeah and because because it was funny because like whenever i see like celebrities on jet skis like some of the guys like like i'm thinking of like dj Khaled. like whenever dj Khaled was on a jet ski he always wears a shirt you know because he's fat and he has you know big man titties and so he doesn't (laughs) want to show anything but and i'm always like how are they so dry it was because you're not supposed to get wet right and we were getting soaked and it was overcast. So it was like freezing. And then all of a sudden our low fuel light came on and it started like beeping. And I'm like, I don't even know if we're going to make it back to shore <laughs> because we were like trying to go slow because we were lit. We like, we were getting so drenched. Like there was like probably like six inches of water, like by our feet in the jet ski. Yeah. And I mean, they had like a whole crew of people that could have came and save us, but like how embarrassing, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. So we were trying our best to make it back in. And actually, while we were coming back in, I was like, I don't see any other jet skis. Like, there's no other jet skis because what they do is, they, and which makes a lot of sense, is they put everybody out at the same time. So we went out with like 10 other people on jet skis, and at one point, we did not see anyone. Yeah. So we start getting closer, and I see a jet ski with no one on it. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? And we look over, and this guy was trying to save, not save, but like, (laughs) it's not like they were in danger, but like, you know, they all had life jackets on, but he was trying to help this woman and her son. This woman was very large, very, very large. And everybody that works at this marina are like teenage kids, you know, just like skinny little beach kids, you know? And so he's like trying to help her on the jet ski, and they had to send a boat out and like picked up the kid. 
And the kid was like, he was younger, maybe like 11 or 12. Yeah. You know, that was like excited to do this with his mom. And I don't, I don't know what happened. They must have flipped or something. Yeah, I heard them say that because they went out too far too and the waves got too big that they did fall off. And then the waves carried their jet ski away. Yeah. So they must have had, because they couldn't get their flag. So that, like Tyler was saying, they must have binoculars or something and spotted that there was this lone jet ski and somebody obviously needed help. And this poor kid, yeah, he was probably like 11. And when they came back to shore, he just looked traumatized. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine. Oh, yeah. I, had, I hate falling off jet skis myself, and I, you know you'll be fine. You've got your life jacket on. There's people in boats everywhere. Somebody's going to help you. But, yeah, I just that would have been really scary. Yeah. So we were kind of bummed because our low-fuel thing came on, and we were getting drenched, and we were only, like, 35 minutes into the ride. And I was like, well, that kind of sucks. Like, But whatever. So we ended up getting back to the shore, and at this point, we only had, like, 10 minutes left on our reservation. And Natalie was like, I'm going to say something because, you know, we ran out of fuel so early and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, like if you want to, like, I really don't think they're going to do anything. Like, cause I'm just not, I'm just usually not the type of person to say anything when it comes to stuff like that. So we get back in and thankfully Natalie spoke up and she was like, Hey, like our low fuel light came on. Like we're like, we're literally like surprised that we even made it in. Like yeah. that's like, it was empty. Yeah. And the girl was like, okay, yeah, for sure. We'll just. Set you up on a new one. And we were like, what? And she's like, <laughs> yeah, we'll just get you on a new one. You know, uh, Hey, uh, you know, so-and-so, can you help us? You know, whatever. And I told Natalie, I'm like, well, does she know that we only have like 10 minutes left in our reservation? Like, what are we going to do? Because it takes like five minutes to get out there, like yeah. through the wake zone. And Natalie was like, she was like, you know, we only have like 10 minutes left in our reservation. She's like, oh, it's fine. Just go out there for like another, I don't know, half hour or so. <laughs> we're, like, we were, we're like, okay. Really? <laughs> like, okay. So then we got to try the other jet ski because they had a Sea-Doo and a Yamaha. So we hop on the Yamaha and that thing was so sick. Like the first like 25, 30 minutes of the first jet ski with the Sea-Doo was really fun until we hit the really choppy waves and we were freezing. But then the next time when we went out with the Yamaha, we stayed pretty close and we just would kind of like go on the edge of like how, where we couldn't go any farther by the buoy and just gun it all the way across the lake and then turn and go back to the buoy and just gun it and you know back and forth back and forth <laughs> for like 25 straight minutes <laughs> it was awesome and and the yamaha was so much better like you could feel it like when it when you floored it that it like it like raised up whereas i feel like the sea dew just kind of stayed level yeah and we just were gliding man like we it was oh my god it was so much fun yeah. and as much as it sucked with like the choppy waves and getting cold, it ended up working out because then we got to ride both right. and we got to ride for like an extra half hour long. Yeah. Cause truly like, yeah, once we decided to come in, we only really probably had 15 minutes left and it was just so nice of them to be like, yep, it's fine. And that's what I've learned is like, if you approach things in a nice way and you just say like, Hey, this happened. Is there any way we could get a little bit more time? Chances are like, Put yourself in that situation if you've ever worked in customer service. Usually when people are nice to you and you just ask, they just ask nicely, there's always something that they can do or they don't mind doing. And yeah, she immediately she was like, yep, we'll throw on this Yamaha, make sure it's got gas. She's like, that happens at Lake Tahoe sometimes. Like, welcome to jet skiing here. It can get pretty choppy or when you've got jet skis out all day. I mean, we were in the second to last group that went out. They opened at nine, they closed at six. So Going at three, there were only two other groups that were going after us. She was like, oh, they, we've been riding all day. I'm not surprised. Low fuel. We'll put you in one that's filled up. And we were like, okay. Well, and especially when we didn't ask for a refund. 
Like we're just like, we want to go back out. Right. Like we're not done yet. Yeah. And it's not like it's her business. Yeah. It's not like she's losing money. So yeah. she's like, oh, if you guys are going to leave happy, then go back out then. Right. You know? Yeah. So really like truly talk about a silver lining that, I don't know, it was cool to try both. Yeah. Two different experiences. I keep joking. Like I didn't mind the crazy waves because I really felt like we were in Outer Banks. John Bean's here, Cameron. You know, anyone who's watched it when they're like on the big boat and it's like splashing them. And so I don't know. It was kind of cool. Yeah. It was a, it was fun to have, like, so many different experiences out in the lake. And just to say that we jet skied in Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Like, that's what's so important to me. And I understand when you're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't spend the money. It's kind of expensive. Oh, we'll save it. Let's get souvenirs and food. You can get souvenirs and food anywhere. Right. You can't get experiences anywhere, which is why we've, like, come to an agreement that for birthdays and Christmas, we want to just buy each other experiences because that's the stuff you're never going to forget. So why not add on to the experience of the experience you're already having? And, like, that's something we're never going to forget. Yeah. And granted, like, we got Lake Tahoe t-shirts, but I'm sure one day we won't wear them anymore. And we got matching t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, we got matching. <laughs> there was really cute. Oh, well, all right, well, we'll get to that. So the jet skiing was, like, so fun, so worth it. If you're ever considering doing an experience like that, And to say just you did it, it on Lake Tahoe. Yeah. That's insane. It's dude. really cool. It was so cool. So then we changed and went to an early dinner, and I love eating beachside or waterside, and there's a really cute restaurant that's literally called, like, Beachside or something, and we got fish and chips. Well, I got fish and chips, so I got fish and Caesar salad, Um, but it was really yummy, and we had the perfect spot, and we could see the water and the beach and uh, the marina, and it was really good, and really quick and easy. And again, you have to be eating outside, but I love eating outside in the summer. And it was like getting close to sunset again. So it was just, just like a really nice way to wrap up our time on the lake. Um, so then after dinner, we went back into town because we knew what we wanted for our souvenirs. And well, Tahoe thought he knew what he wanted. He wanted a sweatshirt and I wanted this long sleeve shirt that said like Tahoe. And then he decided- Which I found, by the way. He did. So thank you. So it's fine. So I, but it was in the girl section. It was. <laughs> so it's really cute. I'm sure we'll post pictures in it eventually. Um, so I grabbed my shirt and then he realized that he really liked it too. And uh, I was like, whatever, we'll just get the same one. And like it can definitely be unisex. It's yeah. like a, like a tealish, I don't know, sea foam teal. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. It's like not really girly. Um, and it doesn't look like super touristy. Yeah. And it doesn't look... I don't know. It was just like really, it was just like really simple and like really cute where you could like wear it all the time, but not have to like broadcast like I went to Lake Tahoe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's just like a really cute shirt. Yeah. And it was really cheap too. It was like 20 bucks. That's the thing. I don't know if it's just because times are tough or something, but that everything was cheap. Even like a hooded sweatshirt was like $25, yeah. which is insane. And like in a very, it wasn't even like a corny like cheap touristy shop. It was, it was like, like a very nice one. Solid clothing choices and like, yeah. So I don't know if it's always that way, but their tourist stuff is really cheap. So we got our stuff and then we got in the car and we made our way to Mammoth. And Mammoth is about two and a half hours from Tahoe, going back down on the 395, literally right off the 395. So a very easy drive. <clears throat> and we stayed at the cutest little bed and breakfast. It's called the Cinnamon Bear Inn, and it's, like, right in town. Like, we got to Mammoth, and then it was, like, 0.2 miles to Cinnamon Bear Inn. We were like, oh, all right. It was, like, right there, and but it was still, like, tucked back in the woods a little bit. 
And so our view from our bedroom were just like the woods and the forest and the big trees. And you could see the mountains too. Um, the only thing that stinks is, again, because of COVID, I mean, grateful that we were able to go and able to rebook. And they were really nice. We reached out and they gave us our same rate that we had booked with back in April because they were also obviously in their summer peak. And I think it would have been like over $100 and they gave it to us for their spring rate, which was really nice. Um, But typically, obviously, it's a bed and breakfast. And normally when this isn't going on, they have like a full breakfast breakfast spread in their lobby area with like breakfast sandwiches and waffles and coffee and orange juice. And I don't know what they usually have, a lot of stuff. But it's really cool because they just made up for it and they delivered breakfast right to our room. And so you got to pick what kind of egg breakfast sandwich you wanted. And they came and knocked on our door at 845 and gave it to us in our room and we got to just eat in bed. So that was really nice. And it was really yummy. I was very satisfied with it. And what was what was nice too was they gave us like the sandwiches and then they gave you like bananas and apples and granola bars and stuff like that. Yeah. Like they they really made it they really made it nice. Yeah. And then from there we went and Natalie wanted to take some pictures of like the entering Mammoth Lakes signs because we got there late. We didn't get there until like ten o'clock at night yeah. or something. And um, so it then, was cold, and the mountain air smelled so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you could smell like, like some people like actually like burning firewood for like their heat and stuff like that. And it's just like such a comforting thing. I just, oh, I just love that smell. And so then we left there, and we went to a local coffee shop, and it oh, was called. That one was on called, your phone. oh yeah, Stellar Brew. Really um, cute. They have really cute stickers, so I put a sticker on my and phone. And it was like a very like young adult friendly place like you know like every place has like whole milk almond milk oat milk coconut milk and then they had hemp milk yeah <laughs> which was crazy yeah which was cool it, well, yeah it was really cool in there it was like a blue barn like that's what it said online how they classified it and it was it was in like an old looking blue barn type setting and um yeah inside it was just like super hipstery and i think mammoth and tahoe too are like very quote-unquote woke when it comes to like CBD and hemp and smoking weed and like it's just like very much a lifestyle up there and like very hippie-esque and that coffee shop definitely had that vibe to it. Um, So again, I asked him, I was like, what is your, I'm not a huge latte person like I've said before because it can be too creamy so I get nervous that it's not going to be good. So he said, what's your best like iced coffee drink that you guys have? And he was like, honestly, just our cold brew. People really like because it's roasted there in Mammoth, which I always think is so cool when it's locally and organically roasted. And um, so I was like, okay, I'll just get the cold brew. But then they had a trail mix syrup, which I thought was like so cool, so fitting. So I was like, I'll get that with oat milk with the trail mix syrup. And he was like, oh, wow, that sounds really good. Nobody's ever done that. And it was really good. It tasted like it tasted like fall, which I love. Um, it was really yummy. And Tyler got a smoothie. You didn't. Uh, did you like it? You didn't say if you liked it. <laughs> He's eating his maple scone. Um, so Tyler loves smoothies. Like we've said before, he would opt for a smoothie any day. And so it was perfect. We didn't even know that they had smoothies and coffee. So a dream for us. And I'm not sure what smoothie you got, but we can come back to it if you want to talk about it when he's done eating his scone. Um, it was just like mango and strawberry. and Okay. It was really Was good. it one of the protein ones or mm-hmm. was it? No, just no, regular? No, it was just the classic one. Okay. Yeah, it looked good. Um 
And then from there, we went to, it's called The Village at Mammoth. And really cool, really cute. Tons of like, tour, not tons of touristy stores. That's a little bit of a lie. A couple of touristy shops, but they had a lot of just like snow gear and mountain gear. I mean, people go to Mammoth to ski, to mountain bike, like very woodsy people. And we're not those people. Well, and it's the same thing with Tahoe too. And that's the thing is like, they have, they have plenty of stuff to do in the summer. But I think at the heart, they're a ski town. Yeah. Like a ski and snowboard town. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, when you're in Tahoe, they have so many stuff. Or they have so many stuff. They have so much stuff that's like decorated and dedicated to like snowboarding and stuff like that. And everything looks like a ski town. Yeah. Like big wood buildings. Like one of my buddies saw one of my Instagram stories of Lake Tahoe and he's like, that looks just like Breckenridge. Colorado like yeah. that's just the look that all the that these both of these towns have so just to kind of like give you like an idea of like visually what it looks like very like grand wooden buildings with like stone accents and stuff like that and yeah it was just such a pretty downtown yeah and all the shops are really cool and I got a really dope hat from there yeah which is always cool we always get magnets yeah oh, we like to get magnets from everywhere that we venture to yeah it's just kind of like a cool thing to like look at the fridge and be like oh right you know? yeah we went here we went there yeah. yeah um so yeah it's called the village at mammoth and really cute and lots of cool restaurants we didn't eat there because we were there around like early lunchtime but lots of cool restaurants and like a brewery and a mexican restaurant looked like a tiki themed restaurant just a lot of options um so then from there we decided we well not decided we already knew we wanted to so mammoth lakes isn't actually right on a lake. There's just several lakes near Mammoth, so I think that's why they call it Mammoth Lakes. And there's a lot to choose from, but we kept hearing about and seeing on TikTok too. Is that where you saw the video you sent me? Yeah. And I kept seeing on TikTok, and I had a friend who had just been up there, and she went to uh, this lake, and it was called June Lake. And so we went to Vons before, and we, like a lot of grocery stores, I don't know if they do it in Michigan much, but a lot of grocery stores here, they've got like a counter where you can make your own sandwich. And so we made our own sandwiches and got some pasta salad and some chips and some fresh fruit. And veggies. And veggies. And then we drove out to June Lake, which was about a half an hour north again. And it was also just like so gorgeous. I mean, nothing compares to Tahoe, but this was like very close when it came to like clearness and cleanness and crystal blueness. And it was like right in the middle of these mountains. So just like the backdrop of this lake was just gigantic mountains. And it was another very active lake. So people were kayaking and paddleboarding and swimming and just like everybody was having so much fun. So it was just a very fun atmosphere to be in. And it was really hot out. And I burnt my butt cheeks. (laughs) And we went out to the water. And again, it was like, I mean, it's like fresh, like spring water because it's just so cold, this like mountain water. And so we didn't last out there very long, but we did go under and we swam a little bit and we took some pictures and then we came back in and laid in the sun for a while. And then I went out back out on my own. I couldn't get Tower to come back out there with me. (laughs) I mean, it was like, I mean, it's like numbingly cold. It's crazy. It must not ever get warm. And this lake was nowhere near the size of Tahoe. Like it, it literally feels like an ice bath to me. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm such a baby when it comes to cold water and I don't know if all those people on the beach were just like locals or what, but they just kept going in, out, in, out, in, out. Like 
I'm I'm a baby when it comes to like getting into cold water, but once I'm in it, I'm like, okay, this is fine. But I was like not adjusting to the water at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cold. Um, but I'm very warm blooded, so I, I do get used to it eventually. So I went back out and swam by myself for a little bit and I mean, it was just like you could be in like up to your chest and you could still see your feet. Like that's how clear and clean it was. So it's just you have to get in water like that and enjoy it because most lakes that I'm used to are like dark and dingy. Not that I think they're gross and dirty, but I'm just not used to a lake looking like that. Um, So after that, we started to leave June Lake. And I had mentioned a few times that I wanted to go to a lake called Mono Lake. And I'd heard a lot about it, again, from TikTok. And then just once we were up there, you kept seeing, like, pictures of it or souvenirs that said Mono Lake. And it just looked different. Like, I had these, like, rock formations in the lake. I didn't know what they were. And I had mentioned it a few times. But we had, like, a five-hour drive ahead of us. And Mono Lake was about another half hour, even further north than June Lake. So it was, like, essentially from Mammoth, backtracking, like, backtracking, backtracking, like, an hour back just to turn around and come back home. So I just, like, accepted, like, it's okay. Like, we drove past it. We kind of got a glimpse of it. We saw June Lake. We saw Lake Tahoe. We've done so much. It's already 4, 5 o'clock, and we've got a long drive ahead of us. And then, so we were supposed to go right, turn right to get back on the freeway until I went left. And I was like, that's not the right way. And sometimes, like, I think I'm good at directions, and sometimes I'm bad at it. And he was like, no, we're supposed to go left. And I was like, Oh, okay. And then we passed the sign. I was like, it says north. We're going north at 395. We need to go south. And he was like, Mono Lake isn't south. And I was like, very excited. I was like, oh, you love me. I'm so excited. Like, I mean, if you're already up there, it does make sense to just do it and to just see those things. So I was very surprised and appreciative that because he's doing all the driving. So I just get to sit in the passenger seat and sit cross-legged and eat snacks and drink my pop. (laughs) So I understood if he didn't want to go back an entire hour just to go back down south again but I'm very glad we went it was wild it was like like and it was like very far off of the road yeah down a dirt road like June Lake didn't take a long time to get to when you're in Tahoe it doesn't take a long time to get to but this was like a good like 12 miles from like the interstate like the main road and yeah it was like these weird long windy roads and like even like my Apple Maps was like, we're gonna get you as close as we know, and then figure it good out. luck. Like yeah. that's literally what it said. Like <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be some like weird dirt roads we don't really know. And when we got there, it started raining, and so everybody like hightailed it out of there. It's so funny how people are here with rain. They're just like, ah, you know, like <laughs> we gotta get out of here. Like when we went to June Lake, there was probably. I don't know. I'm I'm bad with numbers. Let's just say like 300 people there when we first got there, but all spread out like you know very very widely, and like we like saw like some clouds rolling in, and it was only like what four o'clock in the afternoon, and like everybody left. Yeah. Like it was like everybody like looked at each other and they were like, "Let's get out of yeah, here." Yeah, there was like one like rumble of thunder. Yeah, and they're like, "Nope." Yeah, <laughs> just like packing like a cartoon, like packing up all their stuff, they run into the car. <laughs> so we get there and it starts sprinkling, and we're like, "Let's just go." And so we walk down this like really really pretty path all the way down to the water, and there were signs all along the path. But usually I don't care about nature science. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, <laughs> I got better things to do. I'll just see it myself, you know? So we get down there 
and there's nobody in the water. There's no boats. It doesn't even really seem like there's like anybody like walking down there. And we're kind of like, well, this is kind of odd. Like, why is nobody here? And I looked at one of the signs and it actually said that the water in that lake was 2.5 times saltier than the ocean, which is insane. Yeah. Like if you've ever been in the ocean, it's like a salt bath, you know? And then we found out as we started to read some of the signs that it's like a very, very simple ecosystem in this lake where basically it's just this like weird species of flies and then brine shrimp, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if you've ever seen a brine shrimp, but it's like prehistoric. They're like terrifying looking. And that's basically all that lives in this lake because nothing else can survive. Fish can't survive because it's so salty that these weird prehistoric creepy scorpion looking shrimp and these (laughs) flies are the only things that have survived in this like weird ecosystem and then all of these birds come and they eat the flies or they eat the shrimp and it's just like that's how simple the ecosystem is like it's the flies and the shrimp and the birds and that's it yeah then when we got there you see all these huge limestone rock formations that they call tufas. Tufa, yeah. And it's kind of hard to explain, but basically it said that there was like, there's water underneath like the land. And when that water runs downhill to Mono Lake, when the groundwater seeps through, it makes springs in the lake. And when that underground water mixes in with the alkaline and all of the weird salt water of Mono Lake, it starts to form these tufa rocks, which is like limestone and, I don't know, all these weird things. Yeah. But these rocks are huge. And basically what they said is they'll they'll keep forming until they get out of the water and then it stops. So the second that it is not in the water anymore, they stop growing. Well, what we didn't really put two and two together was that there were these rocks all over the place when we were walking down this path. And the path was probably, I don't know, maybe like a quarter mile or so. And come to find out, the water at one point was all the way up to the parking lot. And that's why these tufa rocks were all like scattered out like throughout the land of Mono Lake and, and all these like weird formations and all this like dead seaweed and algae and stuff like that. And mind you, these tufa rock formations are like three times the size of us. Yeah. Like standing next to it, like you had to look up. I mean, they weren't just like rocks on the ground, like tall. Like they almost looked like castles in mm-hmm. a way. Like To me, it looked like dried coral. Yeah. That's what it looked like. And it was interesting because we had said as we were walking down to the shore, like I feel like we're walking undersea. Like it looks weird. Like even the old bushes and the dried up, like grasses looked like they should be underwater and come to find out they're supposed to be underwater. And just a history lesson, apparently there used to be these rivers and these springs that would flow into Mono Lake because obviously water evaporates, but it keeps being refilled by these springs. And the Los Angeles Department of Water and Power cut off these springs to use for their own goods. So Mono Lake has not been getting restored of water for 50 plus years, 70 years. I don't even know, like since like the forties. And 
because it can't keep up, it's just losing water, losing water, losing water. So that's why you're starting to see this giant tufa on land and sticking out of the water because at one point it was all underwater. But as it shrinks, we're seeing all of these tufas like out of the water and what it used to look like and what it should look like. So I don't know. It's just funny because if you had gone there for like a field trip when you were like 12, you wouldn't have cared. And we were like reading all the signs and learning everything and like the fact that we're remembering it all, I could like take a test on it. Well, and what was crazy too was, you know, it, you would be like reading a sign that was, I don't know, you know, like I said, like a quarter mile away from the shore that we were at. And it was like the water used to be up to here. Yeah. Like if you were standing like where the parking lot was, like I said, it was like a quarter mile away. It said in 1954, the water would have been up to your waist. And you're just like, what? Yeah. It's just like insane. Yeah. You and know? the shore didn't start for, like you said, another quarter mile at this and, point. And what was crazy too was Natalie went and she touched the water. And this was before we really read any of the signs. And then she <laughs> tasted the water. And she's like, oh my God, it tastes disgusting. And she's like, I hope I don't die. I hope I don't get sick from <laughs> tasting that. Well, then we read on the sign, it said- Go put your hand in the water and feel it. And the water feels like very thick, like very soapy. And it said that like people have a hard time like sinking in the water because of how like dense it is with all of the uh, like alkaline and all of the salt in it. And it's funny because I don't float in water. Mm -hmm. Like in a pool, I can't float or in a lake, I just can't float. I just sink. So I was really wondering, I was like, wow, what, I wonder if I could float in there. Well, after you put your hand in there, your whole hand had this like white film on it and it was all the salt and it tasted very like fishy. And you said it kind of tasted like baking soda yeah, too. Which it said, it was like, oh, the taste is like a mix of salt and baking soda. Yeah. And there's obviously not baking soda in the water. But once I read that, I was like, it does taste like baking soda. It's like bitter and like, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> it's gross. But it was really pretty because when we when we got down to the water, Natalie was like, oh, my gosh, it feels like we're not even in California anymore. And I felt like that, like on the majority of our of our trip. Like California really is just like an insane place to live. And like the whole ride there, like it felt like we were in the desert. Like it kind of like in some places it looked like Utah and some places like when you'd get to like these beautiful – like green plains that looked like Montana, and then you'd see the mountains, and it looked like Colorado, and like and there were like the deer that we saw, yeah, like bucks like on the side of the road, yeah, and like with the, yeah the green and the mountainscapes behind them. And then when we got to Mono Lake, with all of those tufa rocks and how like almost like greenish blue the water was, like like it looked like we were in like a different country, yeah. And yeah, so like Mono Lake, like you're not supposed to like swim in it or anything, but it was really really pretty, yeah. and really interesting to see like how different that lake is compared to June Lake, which is literally 15 miles away that everybody's boating, kayaking, stuff like that. And yeah. people like don't do anything on this lake yeah. because you like you would never want to. Right. Yeah. I sent videos to my family of that lake and my brother was like, wow, it looks like a Lord of the Rings. And yeah. like that's totally the vibe that it had. Especially it was kind of cool that we didn't end up getting rain down. The rain stopped. But it was very cloudy and like so it like casted like a crazy green color over the lake and it was still kind of like rumbling thunder and windy and it really just yeah felt like we were in like another world so definitely recommend that too and there's so many other lakes there i read about convict lake and 
I can't remember. I mean, there's just like, again, it's mammoth lakes. So there's just like lakes all around there. Um, but after Mono Lake, we got back in the car and we headed back home. It was about like five hours, but it wasn't terrible. Again, and we took the 395 back down. So it was really a beautiful drive and I had a really nice time. So that was my Christmas present. <laughs> and because of COVID, we had to postpone it, but then it worked out because we got to do it for my birthday weekend. And I had a lot of fun and thank you for the idea and for the gift and for planning it. It was a lovely time. Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was really, really fun. And it was like, I mean, obviously like you always wish that you could stay longer, but honestly, like, I feel like we did it like really, really well. Um, Tahoe was so pretty, so gorgeous. I'm so glad that we got to see it. And Mammoth was really cool too. I'm just kind of bummed because like I said before, I feel like they are so like ski and snowboard and like winter sports oriented that I would mm-hmm. love to be up there during the winter. Yeah. But it's so steep to get Scary. up to those places yeah. that you have to have like chains on your tires and stuff like that. And I just would not feel comfortable like driving up a mountainside to go and do that. So I don't know if I would ever even see it in the wintertime unless you could like fly in or yeah. something. I know like, you can fly into Mammoth. Yeah. I would imagine you could fly into Tahoe. No, you definitely can. Yeah. yeah, you can. They have an airport. Um, So maybe like if we did that or something, that'd be cool. But regardless, if you get to go to Tahoe, even if you can't go and swim in the lakes, like just to be able to go and see them and like yeah. see it for yourself is crazy. Yeah. And, and that's like when – Like, I feel like I really, like, understood, like, the true beauty of California, you know? Like, because that's what, like, people always say is, you know, like, if if you really wanted to, and this is no exaggeration, when it's, like, winter time, you know, it's still pretty warm, you know, down on the coast. So, literally, there's people that they will wake up, drive up to Big Bear or, you know, Tahoe, whatever, and they can go and snowboard and then they could literally drive down the mountain and go surf in the same day. Yeah. And that's just insane to me. Yeah. You know? And I feel like because we were so far away and we got to see so many of like the little towns and the mountains and the cliffs and just all this like crazy, like beautiful natural stuff that somehow we as humans have not managed to fuck up yet was just like so awesome. And to see it firsthand. And to not really have a plan and just kind of like go with the flow and be like, oh, like I saw this and maybe we should go check out this. But like for the most part, we just kind of like winged it. And it was a very, very, very nice time. Yeah. And it was very cool to like get away. And yeah, like there was people with masks, but like for the most part, like everything just like felt like nice. Like everybody was just on vacation, trying to relax, trying to forget about the reality of everything and just like take some time away and it was like a very very nice getaway yeah and i'm glad that we got to be gone basically for three days because usually we just take like a day trip or like you know like a day and a night or something so it was really nice to like be gone for a solid amount of time yeah yeah it was really like rejuvenating and just to be to have a getaway up to the mountains and up to just like nature and have it be all about just being outside and swimming and going to the lake and jet skiing and just like seeing nature and natural beauty, like you said, was like, I feel like everything that we needed and the weather was perfect. It was like, it definitely was hot, but it was never like uncomfortable. And it was got cold at night, which was comfortable and cozy and just a really, really lovely time. So 
10 out of 10 recommend. Even if you don't live in California, like recommend flying to Tahoe, like flying to Tahoe and maybe renting a car, driving down to Mammoth and coming back up and just seeing that And it's pretty close to San Francisco too. Yeah. It's only like two hours from San Francisco. So if you really wanted to go, um, you could do that too. Yeah. I just like totally have a, I feel like most people go to California and they just explore Southern California, which is beautiful in its own way. (laughs) But it's definitely worth it to like make a trip and, like explore Northern California. And that's not even, I mean, it goes even more North than that. It's like California is so freaking huge. The fact that we drove seven hours and we're not even out of the state, but yeah, um, yeah there's just so many things to explore in California. Like yeah. it's endless. We'll, we'll never be able to do it all, right. but we're doing our best. And although we haven't done ever done everything, please never hesitate to reach out and ask us where to go. Yeah. Because I see people that come out and do California and some of the things that they do. I'm like, Really? Yeah, but they don't know. That's what you decided to do. And I get it. Like, it's like, it's touristy. Like, you want to see whatever. But, like, if you really want to, like, come out and, like, really, like, enjoy California and go to, like, the best beaches, not the popular beaches, like, our favorite beach and our favorite places to eat and our favorite, you know, getaway trips that, you know, if you rented a car, you could go up to Big Bear or you could, you know what I'm saying? Like, just never be afraid to reach out because I feel like, we have like a a decent understanding of like the cooler things and like more creative things to do than just the let's go on Hollywood Boulevard and then you get down there and you're like wow this is a fucking dump and then yeah. you get to Venice <laughs> and you're like this is a dump and then you get to Santa Monica and you're like this isn't that great it's because there's so many other things that are so much better in California yeah. and we've had to learn that on our own so especially if you're only going to be out here for like a week or even less please reach out and we'll give you the best beaches to go, the best day trips to go to and so on and so forth. Yeah. So, so now somebody started leaf blowing outside. So I don't know if you can hear it on the mic, but I think that would be a perfect time to wrap wrap this up. up. Yeah. So thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for all our loyal supporters and our fans. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be kind of interesting. I'm going to say this and you can cut it out if you don't like it, but I thought it would be funny or an interesting way to see how many people are listening to do a podcast based off of questions of people who have been listening. Mm. So of the things we've done or things about our stories or our experiences or our adventures, whatever, whatever. And you're like, Oh, I wish they would have elaborated on that. Oh, I have a question about that. Send us your questions yeah. and we'll do, if we get enough, we'll do, or we'll make up questions. We'll do a whole podcast answering your questions. Yeah. So. And we don't have any social media for the podcast. So we either reach out to Natalie at, Natalie Louise Town, N A T A L I E L O U I S E T O W N. Or me, Hexer, H E X R, music. Even though it's just Hexer. Right. But that's my uh, handle. Right. Hexer music. Okay. So yeah, reach out to us for your questions. Mm-hmm. And that was our trip. And that to was my birthday. Tahoe and Mammoth. So thanks for listening. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye. See you later. <laughs>